and welcome to the FPS Podcast, Vincent, Friends Talking Shop. We are on episode 13. Glad that you survived with us this long, especially if you are one of our sisters. Thanks for, for listening, because I think that's half <laughs> our, our audience. Um, I'm your host, Dave, and uh, it's a nice June day. Happy uh, June for you guys. It's uh, We've made it to summer. Um no, like not to, yet, technically. Not technically yet. June 21st is the first has, day. So. Has the groundhog come out? No, yeah, but the ground starts. According to my calendar, summer starts June 1st. I don't. The, yeah, that's an interesting time. calendar you have. Is that the far side calendar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me introduce you to uh, two of my co hosts uh, who remain the same. I've not been able to improve <laughs> as much as I'm trying. Uh, First, let me welcome Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm recovering a little bit from a, a procedure that I'll talk about later today. Oh, teaser. Yes, teaser. Yes, teaser. That's and then what we our, the business called a teaser. All right. Looking forward to that. And uh, our third host, as always, is Omar. Omar, how are you doing? I had a, I saw the doctor last week when I was in New York, and I... I know this is going to be – I know you guys are going to probably jump on me about this, but I'm kind of like Ronnie from Stern Show, Josh. Yeah. I would not – I did not let him do the uh, the prostate exam. I skipped it this year. I couldn't do it. Uh, okay. We can get yeah. into that with my topic, but uh, – But anyway, I'm I'm doing great. I'm very happy. I'm a little bruised from some something that happened last week. So I, you did uh, get the prostate exam. No. No, this is the bruise that won't go away, unfortunately. No, this is a different different bruise. Yeah, which I will which I will uh, hopefully be able to address in a in a very open way, which could be actually very uh uh you know it's it's risky, but I'm gonna go public. I don't care. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm basically like I'm like Sarah Palin when she was running with uh with John McCain. I'm yeah. going fucking rogue. <laughs> okay. You got rogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. That's right. She went Josh. rogue. Are you old enough to get the uh, prostate exam? Have you had the? Well, I, you might be infringing upon my topic, Dave. But all right, all right. I, 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 do, I do want to talk about a procedure that I have. It's like right. it sounds like you've already been infringed. If you know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, that is a. Uh, I don't know if I want to call that a tease. That's a uh, a warning. <laughs> That's more of a tickle. <laughs> yeah, a little right. bit of a tickle. Uh, well, I'll go first uh, since uh, uh, we'll save the best for last. Uh, mine is um, I actually like my my topic. Oh, you want to tell way, people? By you the way, tell people about uh, how, how we get how they get. To by the way, yes. Ooh, sorry, I dropped the gun. I was going to remind everyone what the podcast is all about. Uh, thank you, Josh. Uh, what we do? We're two, uh, two, three good friends. <laughs> actually, yeah. Well, two might be two accurate. friends and and, and one other. <laughs> yes. Uh, I get together and we do this podcast. Uh, what we do is we each think of a topic. We don't share it with each other. Uh, we just blurt it out here on the podcast. We each take our turns to do that. And then we react to it and in a hilarious fashion. And by now, by episode 13, hilarious. we are yeah. Yeah. running smoothly. Yeah. That's what we're that hoping. We're hilarious. hilarious. Like who declared it hilarious fashion? Is that what I you did. think it is? You know, you know why? Because when I put the podcast thing together and put it into the feed, it says, what's the topic? I choose comedy. Therefore, by definition, it's Well, hilarious. you know, on my license, I choose six feet tall. I ain't six feet tall. Yeah, yeah but, a, but a cop and everybody else who sees the license knows that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's not subjective. Height is not subjective. <laughs> I've been told that we're hilarious. I, 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 Listen, not, they, won't let you, they won't let you label it comedy unless you're hilarious. It rejects that label. <laughs> it would be a that's great. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what right. I heard. 
Spotify would stop it. Correct. Uh, okay. So uh, also what's hilarious is our email address, if you want to get uh, in touch with us. Our email address is friends at FTS.media. I'm a little concerned that no one's listening because uh, I have not seen an email from uh, on that account in a while. So we're desperately begging you to send us an email, even if it's, I don't know, a single emoji would be fine. I, a death, oh, we, a death we threat. Actually, we'll take death threats. No, we actually have we actually have an email. We do. Oh, we, I have it in my possession right now. Wonderful. Okay, right. never mind. Right. We don't have to beg anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Bamboo Rum, and by saying <laughs> that, we expect to get a case uh, for each of us. Yes. Um, all right. So, ready to get started? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so, my topic this week is uh, I had a very stand-up comedian-focused week this week. Um, it started with uh, Omar sent a recommendation to us to listen to Ricky Gervais on Netflix, which we all watched, and we were commenting that we all enjoyed that. He's kind of a mean comic. He's not as clever as he's more mean. Like I feel but, like that's the funny part, is he's just sort of a crass, mean guy. But isn't that clever in, in and of itself? To be mean? Yeah, it, but mean in a funny way. You can be mean, but mean yeah. in a funny way. Yeah, that's exactly. But like, there are some who are like, that is brilliant. And then he's like, yeah, it's funny because it's like, you know, you're really sticking it to people. Well, do you enjoy a roast? <laughs> a roast a very... is, all, is all mean. Yeah. It's hilarious. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I have been roasted, and uh, I thought most yes, of it was funny. Yes, you have. That's right. <laughs> Uh, then it then it went to uh, I noticed that um uh um oh my gosh who's the guy that just died he's also has a Netflix special Bob Saget uh, Norm Macdonald Norm Macdonald thank you yes Norm yes. Macdonald popped up on Netflix he did a hour plus session uh right before he passed uh, he wanted to get material out maybe he knew he was I think he knew he was sick but yeah he, he uh, did an hour just in his Zoom camera. Uh, which was some funny, some not. I don't know. Have you guys seen that? Norm I got to watch I did. I did. It reminded me of uh, of Christopher Hitchens. When, oh. he wrote, when he wrote the book about like as he was dying, like what it felt like to die. And Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, a little bit, it, uh, Norm McDonald's was obviously a little bit more highbrow. Yeah. Hitchens is not that Kidding. funny. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, I was going <laughs> to say, what? Surprisingly, yeah. a very, a very, surprisingly, a very handsome man. Well, and, and a lot of his comedy is timing for like the audience to like interact, and I felt like it, it lost something. And just uh, obviously without the, but he in particular, I think is is very much of a, the timing and his jokes and things. So there's something lost. But what I thought was really, I loved was afterward. There's a panel that discussed his the the hour that he went through and just generally yeah. his life. it included David Letterman, yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Dave Chappelle. Conan O'Brien, Molly Brian. Shannon, Adam and Sandler, Spade. and David Spade. Wow. Man, what a room wow. that is, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I got to watch that. I have not so, seen it. That was pretty good. Uh, I bought tickets to go see Gary Goldman. Uh, I'm going to see him in a week. So nice. He's in St. Louis. Very that's good. A, one of I my love favorites. Him. He's I love hilarious. Him. Uh, but I think the, uh, the capper of my uh, stand up comedian, and this is what I want to ask you. Is uh, I started watching the um, HBO sh- uh, special, two-part special on George Carlin. Loved it. Watched it. So phenomenal. What, what I wanted to ask you guys is, I recall when I was, I think, in grade school or junior high. Do you remember you used to get free HBO and 
like I we would I would sneak around, not tell my parents that it was on, so you could watch what it was ever HBO yeah. was showing. And uh, I remember George Carlin was on one of those free HBO weekends, and I watched it, and like it was a an epiphany of that. I thought things were funny, but I didn't realize like what this was. This was oh, like yeah. an eye-opening oh, yeah. experience of like I. Wait, wait, are you talking about when you first met Josh and I as well? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he used those exact words. Yeah, the epiphany, um, yeah, it's not not as strong. Similar, similar. Um, But it was just an eye-opener of, like, this is what – this is a whole new comedy. I had a little bit of that when I saw Airplane as well. Like, this is Mm. different. This is new. But I know George Carlin, I hadn't really thought about that until I saw a special I remembered. Like, that was a – defining moment in what comedy is to me is watching. oh yeah oh yeah it's not just his dirty words it's just he remember him talking about the difference between football and baseball um uh he had a whole thing about rice krispies and the the football and baseball is so good have you heard like the difference between football yeah and, that's you know, he did he, he did that on snl i think when he was when he hosted snl because he was the first host of snl i think he did that bit from what i remember but that was the first host yeah. of snl First host ever. It was the first host. Yes. That's on the special where it's like, you know, in football, it's all about football is tough and baseball. Yeah, baseball. Right, right. So he goes at the end football, you do an aerial attack and sometimes a ground offense against uh, uh, a wave of defenders. And you want to get into the enemy territory and get across the goal line to score. In baseball, you go home. (laughs) It's like, right. Such a uh, he's so brilliant. It was so good. So I was going to ask you guys, what was what has been the like co- milestones of comedy in terms of stand up comedians to you? What like oh my can you God. go back to a particular moment or a comedian where it was like, you know, light went on. The life life is different. Yeah. I mean, first of all, George Carlin, it, it, what I didn't realize, I was always a big George Carlin fan and I actually saw him live you did uh, wow. i did i did uh in uh atlantic city with my wife and we went uh got tickets last minute um and it was awesome i mean and it was an incredibly what's amazing about carlin is his progression because he was like such i didn't realize what a different comic he was when he was first on the scene and how he wanted to be an actor because when you when you catch him when we did because of our age you know, you caught him in the 90s, basically. And that's Very when he started to get, yes, yeah. he started to get that edge. Right. And he just got darker and darker. And his comedy is so like anybody else's because he's not telling jokes. He's just telling you what he sees and how messed up what he sees I, is. I and he does it David, in such a funny is, way. Is this topic because – I mean, this is basically we're all gonna say pick uh, comedians who are very old. No, are, are we gonna have like a Meta Musical commercial? Is that one of our sponsors? Is that why we're doing this co- this conversation? He's, yes, he, a, he 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 wants you to to pick a memory that changed. I understand, but my picking, point is like, our memories topics. of our first like meaningful comedian moments are going comedic moments are going to be memories that half of our audience don't have never heard of the, the comedians before. They That's weren't even alive. Well, they're all relevant now. Like Carlin is very much in the zeitgeist. Wait, hold right. on, hold on. Ask your kids if they know who George Carlin is. They don't. You think well, our my... kids are listening to my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, That's he where is... I got the emails from about the, the question. <laughs> <laughs> tell my dad to shut up. Yeah. You, you know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Um, one of the first um, comics I ever saw live 
was someone that everyone knows who they Harry are. How, Harry, <laughs> yeah, how, Howie Mandel. Oh, who? Harry I, Hamlin? I saw Howie Mandel. Harry Hamlin. <laughs> I saw Howie Mandel live at Valley Forge in the round. You know what in the round is where the stage goes around and it's in one big circle? Yep. And I remember he did – I went with my parents, first of all, and they took me because I loved Howie Mandel. And he did so many, like, sexual innuendos that I didn't even understand. Like, my parents had – it was how, how awkward it must have been for my parents how to explain you? it. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> no, five. I don't know. I don't like know 13? how old I was. Maybe 10, but I guess. Were you only child? No, I, I have a younger sister, but she wasn't did, there. Did um did, did your parents enjoy it? They loved it. You know, well, you, know, um, I, yeah, you know, yeah. I grew up, you know, I grew up Pakistani, right? So I was supposed to be a doctor and blah, 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 blah. Right. And my parents never took me to anything, ever. <laughs> but except one time I convinced my dad. My dad took me to a, rest, a professional wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they didn't take anything after that. Yeah, and the and the and the star billing that night was Wahoo McDaniel. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Josh, you were saying your memory about. But I'm just uh, saying, you know, that was yeah. that was a, a light bulb for me because I'm like, I loved it so much that I just got, I just dove into into stand up comedy and I couldn't get enough of it after that. I've seen, I've been to so many stand up uh, comedy concerts. Seinfeld, uh, um, you know, Louis C.K., who's I guess you're not allowed to say his, his name anymore. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Are you? He was back, by are. the way. He has a new, he, he has a new special post as Me Too, which I thought was really funny, but I don't know. Where is that? You just, can't say his name on, you just can't say his name on Twitter. So yeah, we're not right. on Twitter right now. So it's ridiculous. Okay. This is what bothers yeah. me about, you know, look, obviously his situation is different. That's but why like, Ricky Gervais' special was so good, right? It's so good. Exactly. He's like, you know, screw this. I don't care what for, people. For the do. audience, you know, Ricky Gervais was in the original office, but he's a, he's a stand-up comedian. He's a very funny guy who, who has no who has no problem saying the uncomfortable. He loves the awkward moments. He embraces yeah. them and points them out. And he's not um, afraid to get canceled or, you know, that nonsense. Yeah. With, but he's uh, soft toughness. Um, like he would he would <clears throat> throw out some people under the bus and then he'd say, it's comedy. Like, why are you getting all set? Like, he, he didn't stick with it. Like, I think Norm MacDonald says, and Dave Chappelle just says it and doesn't apologize. But which, I think he's doing it tongue in cheek. I think he's soft pedaling it tongue in cheek. He's like almost saying like. Don't worry, I don't really mean it. Like it's obvious that he doesn't really mean it. Like he some does of, the, some of it. Some yeah, like he does the bit about um, like Daniel Tosh did a bit about uh, raping a baby, right? <laughs> and and at the end of it, he's like, "What are you getting all upset? It's completely fictional. You can't, you know, it's raping babies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like it, 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 they're bringing up the absurd and how we get upset with the absurd when it's completely not even in the realm of realism. It's amazing, but. Howie Mandel did a bit. I remember to this day. It was a stupid joke. But he's like, we went to the, the, uh, a restaurant and uh, the waiter came. And I'm like, ooh, the waiter came. And I didn't understand that at all as a kid. I'm like 10 years old. Like, and I had to turn to my, my parents. I'm like, what? why is that funny? Why is everyone laughing? And they Shut explained up, to me what, what, what that actually meant. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. well, they explained it to you? Yes, they explained it to they me. They did? Wow. You're yes. Progressive parents. Wow. My parents are very progressive. They, they, they looked. They took me to the Howie Mandel concert. Yeah, they, I they, by the way, Dave, they, they had that, that conversation post Howie Mandel at the nudist colony. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they spent that week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Then it started. Well, well, Josh, when a man loves a woman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but George Carlin, man, he is another level, and he is just—he was the 
best. He was. I remember when we went to see that concert. He started off. This is how dark he was. Started off talking about on the way to the show. He saw a, a car accident, and he he knew there was a car accident up ahead. And he was hoping that they were using the jaws of life, so he <laughs> yeah. could see them. And I'm like, oh my god! But it was hilarious. It was just hilarious. Yeah. I don't man. know anyone else who could do that. Yeah, that's comedians that could, yeah, kind of say. Well, I thought Louis C.K. for a while, like he would say, like the the worst things, and it just kind of got away with it. And yeah, there's just some yeah. that can do that, right? But uh, that's that was right. Sarah yeah. Silverman. Yeah, that's yeah, right. she, can, that, she can do it too. Yeah. Although, do you agree, uh, Ricky Gervais uh, was? Yeah, he's the one who is like. Uh, I got to say, shout out to all the funny uh, female comedians, such yes. as, such yeah. as, like yeah. he couldn't come on. I think that's hilarious. True. Yeah. Hilari- no, I don't, because then he, he did it again. He's like, yeah. no, no, seriously. And then he did it. He did it the third time. He went back to that well on the same joke. And it was just it's just funny. It's just really because, you know, it's not what he actually thinks, but he wants to get a rise out of the audience. That's what's so great about it. Yeah, and that's what and that's. And that's a good foundation for some pretty amazing comedy, too. Those but it has changed. It is changing. I, you know, now you, you, you got to worry about offending someone and someone that's rushing why the stage. It's changing, but that's also why comedy is not to get ridiculous, but is so important. And it's, it if is. You maintain, if, if you maintain your old school, if you will, or approach from like three years ago, that that in and of itself is showing that you're a thought leader because everybody else is like curtailing their comedy because they can't talk about certain things. And so, um, you know, I think it's changing, but for a lot of comedians, hopefully it won't change. But they have to apologize. This is this is what happens is like, you know, the Gilbert Gottfried, another uh, a hilarious guy who uh, who just died. You know, his whole thing where he got canceled from Aflac for his tweet, which is freaking hilarious. That's a duck. But yeah. but you but you have you have to. You have to carpe- you know, compartmentalize these people. It's it, they're comedians. That's their job. It, yeah. Nothing, nothing is too soon. That's the whole point of comedy is to is to is to is to, is to make people laugh regardless of, of subject. If if a if a politician said tweeted what <laughs> what Gilbert Godfrey tweeted, uh, you know, what got him fired from Affleck, that's another story because that's consider the source. Yeah. yeah. Well, it should it should be a safe space i think yes for sure I, I i i feel that that's true i do think that things are potentially changing about that you know and, and a lot of comedians now it's more about this it's it's storytelling a lot it's uh um but it's it's more of their like their journey i think like mike berbiglia his his sort of style of comedy where it's more of a storytelling question on that josh i was thinking yeah. because, you know you are i don't know anyone who listens to watch more comedy than you do uh I don't know anyone else who really does. I guess now apparently David Dave Dave, Dave does. Dave Dave loves yeah. stand up. Um, but it's pretty rare for me to watch it. And but I do watch them, um, the Chappelle's and whatever else. But when you're when you're watching a comedy special, okay, what is a because for me, like even with Dave Chappelle or like Louis C.K. or guys like that who are that good, like I laugh at like seventy percent. Like I openly laugh like at like maybe a 25 percent and maybe 70 percent i find to be funny the other 30 percent i'm like okay like what's a good ratio for you to say especially is like is that 70 percent really high is this See, a weird question look it's not a weird question it's like but there's a huge difference it's like almost like sports 
there's a huge difference between watching it on TV and being there. Yeah. And also oh, just interesting. L- I guess listening and also listening without watching. Because I do listen to a lot of comedy too, especially like if I'm on a wow, long road trip. A higher bar. Yeah, but you. But the difference is like if I listen to comedy, I tend to want to know who they are, so I know their mannerisms prior, so I can kind of picture that really? in my head. Of course, because if you listen to a new, think about why this. Can't you put, why can't you put this kind of preparation into your work, Josh? <laughs> because my work is not as important, Omar. <laughs> no, look. Let's get that on tape. Look, I, if you go to – here's the difference. If you go to a show, you go to a concert, right? Yeah. You, you're, you're already invested. You spent yeah. the money. You've, you've, you've showered. You've, you've, you've gotten dressed. You, you've made the trip to see them. It's, you are now already invested. You've already bought in, and you're, you're in deep. You're involved in every – you're focused. You're narrowly focused into that stage on every word they say and their mannerisms, and it's, and it's, it's hilarious. I've had plenty of shows – where I've seen them live and I've like came back and went, that was hilarious. That was a great hour, hour and a half, whatever. And then I've listened to the album later and, and thought it wasn't as funny. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that Perhaps wasn't the, as funny as when I was, you ever, when I was there live. When you, when you left the show the next day, did you ever call your parents to ask them about certain jokes maybe you didn't understand? Explain to you. Uh, was, yeah, was, not, was that a one-time not, thing? Yeah, not now. I yeah, I had to do that up until the age of twelve or thirteen, and then right. I start then I started to get it. Yeah, then I started to understood what the what the waiter came meant. <laughs> but but of course, you, you are still making them take you to the shows. Well, of course, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to pay for the thing. Just the dirty ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but if com- you stand up comedy if, is like hockey. In live, it's great. On TV, it sucks. No, I don't think it sucks on TV because we but we all watched Gervais. It was great. But when you're on when you're watching on TV, you get distracted get distracted by your phone or yeah, what yeah. someone else comes in a room or something else distracts you. You're not, you're not all the way in like you are when you're at a show and it's so different. Are we ever going to, are we ever going to get to my, who, who I'm going to say? Yes, my, please. No, yeah. no, we're going to move know, on. You, you don't need to raise your hand. Feel free to, <laughs> Hey Omar, what, what about you? What are your uh, transformational comedians in your life? So when you asked the question, I thought, you started with it with transformational and I know what you're going to say next. So I thought maybe you're going to say book, you know? And so my, my brain went to, um, uh, and ran. I'm not kidding. It's true. Atlas shrugged, um, uh, or the stand. No, the stand. What? Are we, are, are we, are we being punked? No, I'm just saying that that's the she, book. But then you said, uh, comedian. So, I, then I got, I Wait, you do, that. you do like the book Atlas Shrugged? It's the most, it's the most, it's been the most impactful. I thought I was think somebody asked me this question like a few months ago and I, and I, and, and I, I thought about it and I'm like, do I even have an answer to this? I first said the Bible. You, you Paul I'm Ryan? Like, I've never read, I've never read the Bible. So I'm like, that's probably not, a, that's, I gotta give a remote answer, you know? <laughs> um, and I really thought about it and it was Atlas Shrugged for when I read it in my, in my life. Um, it was very, very impactful. Um, but anyway, that's, right. that's, that's, a, that's another thread. But um, for comedians, it was Gary Shanley. Oh, yes. Like, I love Gary Shanley. And love actually, Gary I think Shanley. on one of our previous podcasts, I even sang the opening. The opening you did. Song. I I, yeah, you, you did. did before yeah. we cut you off. I think that he has zero impact on me. I, I've or I've what? not heard like he, I've never crossed paths with seeing a special or uh, I don't know why. I, I so but I hear he's great. So I need to. So funny. Him yeah. You, OK, so if you like the George Carlin documentary. Yeah, that was done by Jada Apatow. He does yeah. one. He does one on Gary Shandling. Okay. Which is, I, um, they were very close. 
phenomenal. Like, he was he was Jed Apatow was like he looked up to Jerry Shandling as 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 many people did and do. And and Gary Shandling, what's amazing about Gary Shandling is he wrote everything down. Yeah. So Judd had like thousands and thousands of pages of notes yeah. from from his life, and he was that might be more fascinating than the Carlin one. I love the Carlin one because I love yeah. Carlin, but the Shandling These guys was, are so prolific, you know, their brains don't turn off. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And it yeah. really is an act. Like it's not just a funny joke. It's timing, which has got to be rehearsed over and over. Even the pauses and everything. I just, it's amazing how. Did you ever watch the Larry Sanders show, Dave? No, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, for great. somehow I missed Gary Shandling. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great. How do you think, Josh, how do you think that's aged, the Larry Sanders show? It's aged well because I've started watching oh. it again. Oh, really? Yeah, you can get it on HBO uh, um, Max. You know what, I'm gonna start watching it again. Watch it again. It's great. It's. it's I was gonna really... start watching East, East Down and Out again. It's <laughs> great. That's a great show too. Right. East Bound and Down. East Bound and Down. Well, here, let me finish my topic. If yeah, you please. had to pick one comedian oh, for the rest of your hard. life, you pick one. That's hard. It, it's it obviously it has to be someone alive because you're not gonna get any new material. No, it's funny. None of Murphy. Yeah, I don't. Listen, yeah, Eddie, that you know. Here, you he, want to talk he, about, has, he hasn't been funny in a while. I agree. Listen, you want to talk about holding up. When I was a kid, I got Eddie Murphy raw and delirious. I asked yeah. for that. I got yeah. those cassettes. And you wore, as, and you had that red leather jacket, right? I did not have the red leather jacket. <laughs> Couldn't pull it off. The pants, but the pants. those were albums I listened to over and over and over again because I think now that I look back on it, because he was so vulgar. That as a kid, I was like, whoa, That's this is funny. Right. This is funny. This is hilarious the way. He, and now and that was very rare because I also remember this speaking of Eddie Murphy. There, when Beverly Hills Cop, the original came out, I remember there was a story on it where they counted the time, the number of times they said fuck. And that was reported because it was on the news like, oh, Beverly Hills Cop is out and they say the F word 58 times. And everyone's outraged. Well, it's norm now. Every movie says it 58 times, if not 158 times. So it's not as shocking anymore. And so when you go back to listen to Raw and Delirious, they just they're not nearly as funny as I remember them. It's a shame, but mm-hmm. they're just not. Whereas Carlin, you go back and listen to all those albums, starting, by the way, once he started to get his real voice, not not the not the earlier stuff. Yeah. And they they hold up like they hold up unbelievably. They're hilarious. They're still funny to this day. I think I listened to it's bad it's bad for you. So Josh, who's times. your pick? Who's your pick to answer Dan's question? God, that's it's so difficult. It's so hard. Um, I don't know. Who do you say, Dave? Let me think about it. I would pick Brian Regan. Really? He just to me is just for pound for pound, just the funniest guy. Um, just like if if he could live forever and just keep generating new material, what he what he's doing just makes me just laugh all the time. Is he is he the second baseman for the Braves? What? He is the second baseman. When he turns double plays, they're hilarious. Uh, no, Brian Regan is legit. You can't say Brian Regan's not. He's legit. funny. Ronald Reagan. He's funny, but Brian he's Regan, more. Come, the, do not. Uh, comedians look up to Brian Regan that are current now because that he's he comedians he, who are who are midgets. No, that that he can <laughs> sure do clean, and not that that's requirement for me, but he. His it's just legit funny. He's just he's he's Seinfeld, very Seinfeld like. Clarify when you say look up to him, are these, are these physically short like height challenge he people, is, or you mean a, like metaphorically? No, he's not. He's, he's a tall. Not. He's a tall man. He's, he must be very tall. 
Yes, he is okay. a tall man because I Got yes, it. I meant more. I would say for me, I would say Norm McDonald. No, Great. I love, I love Norm. Norm. I do. I love. Listen, I love Norm McDonald too, love but him. he. I love his. I love how he does. I love his timing. I love his just. He does yes, his ca- his cadence is phenomenal. Uncle, uncle, whatever jokes. Love, love, love. Well, just just pick one that is listen, listen, in a top. Like yeah. as far as clean goes, I'm gonna go Gaffigan and Seinfeld. As far as uh, political goes, I, I loved Carlin. Uh, Bill Maher is hilarious. But as far as as just like uh, all uh, others, you know, Louis K is amazing. But like someone like Greg Giraldo. Uh, I don't know if you know Greg Giraldo, but he he, he died real young. Of an Rachel Maddow. Greg Giraldo. He was hilarious. He had two albums. That was it. Hilarious. He was, by the way, Harvard educated and then was going to be, I think, either a a doctor or an attorney and then left the profession to do stand up comedy. It's unheard of. Yeah. But he he was so funny and just died way too young. Um, Have you guys ever um, have you guys you know, I dated a Canadian for a little bit, but and I and I and I. I would talk to her about like if I had the the skill set to be able to do it to actually go up. I've never done it. I've never gone to like a amateur hour or like you guys. I was this place? close. I was this close. And Josh, we know someone who actually just did it. Um, uh-huh. Fred, did I talk to you about this? Oh Fred? yes, that's right. He, he did a, a five to ten minute set, and it was it was actually pretty good. And I I thought of getting him on the show because this is a topic we like and at, talking about the experience of actually doing because I could. I I say all the time like I could do that like I wait, I think wait. I could do that. What is his name again? Fred. Oh my yeah. God! There's, are you saying there's somebody actually interesting on this planet who has the name Fred? There, there is. is. Hey, my brother-in-law's name is Fred. Is that the one who's who's the racist? No, not him. <laughs> He's well, a good guy. Anal. He's a good guy. He's you know guy. this is a podcast. This is not. Yeah, this is just yeah. us talking. Or maybe. It is. <laughs> Uh, Omar, you've got a new topic for us, a doozy you've called it. You, you've you announced it days and days ago. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I, I'm not sure if I announced it as much as I wanted to figure out when our next um, – I was I was incensed last week. Okay, let's hear it. All right, well, then let's do Josh's. Josh, go ahead. No, go oh, ahead, Omar. Yeah. No, we, we, can, we, we can go to Josh. No, Omar, we, you're, no, you're you started right on your stage. Path. The mic's in come front on, of you. Come on. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, you know, look, I don't know how many I know we have a, a solid following in, in, uh, in Uganda and in Moscow. We do. But I do. But I think we do have some listeners in New York as well. So and, you know, and we can relate to this perhaps a little more. And this is certainly like, um, you know, WPP, as my friends say. What um, can I say that? Actually, maybe I shouldn't say that. Let's call we it ha- uh, RPP, rich people problems. But, oh, okay. you know, oh, there is okay. a certain restaurant, you know, I have my local restaurants in New York and yeah. my, and my wife, my wife, my, my, my far is Rolls and it's my special place. And I've eaten there like, you know, over 500 times. And it's always special when I go there, but I really wanted to, um, I'm like this year I decided I really wanted to maybe make Carbone part of that family. It's close to my house, close to Soho. I'm like, I want to go to Carbone. Now I'm going to, and when you court in a Carbone, it's a very hard reservation to get. Can't right? get in. Can't I, get, I, in. get in. I just went there a few weeks ago. There you yeah. go. And um, you got to know Dave. Got to know Dave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to know somebody and, uh, that Dave knows. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So at any rate, you know, when you, when it comes to a restaurant, you know, it's almost like courting a lover, you know? 
um, you know, like that. You have to be very like intentional, right? And I and I and I was, and you know, I'm quite charming in restaurants. Um, I can be at least. Uh, and um, outside of I, restaurants, you're a train wreck. Yes, 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 yes. That part I left unsaid for a reason, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so at any rate, um, went through like three or four times. You know, tip very, very well. Uh, you know, tip, tip the major D, tip the hostess bartender <laughs> like the whole thing right yeah uh, and then i even rented a private room for for an event for like 20 people okay i heard you guys at that no you weren't but um quite a few people were that was a you know again a private room rental yeah and um and then i and then um i was emailing with the guy and i had i went there this past week with my best friend um okay. brett um yeah he invited uh one of his um uh, friends who's this wonderful, incredibly talented, like designer whose name is uh kid super. The guy was like, is that the birth name? Not his birth name, but <laughs> he was like, he, he was like, he is like PhD in like mathematics and then stopped doing it and then became a designer. And he's like a really successful designer. He's just brilliant okay. as like high operating on both sides of his brain, him. And then my goddaughter and then LD was there actually. Okay. All right. Anyway, long story short is, the whole experience was just horrible. The yeah. uh, the waiter was arrogant. The, not only to me, not only were they rushing it, rushing, hmm. and it was also rude to Madison, my goddaughter. Um, they were, they, you know, the experience was just, you know, I felt like I was a, a tourist and I was being ushered out, um, which I basically, which you basically were. And so, you know, the event was sucked, right? Like, you know, you have special time with each other, and at those moments are important. So this I is the private room. This is not the private room. This is in the restaurant. In the restaurant. Yeah, Carbone. Yeah. So, so it sucked, and I'm like, okay, like. Did I'm you tip the maitre d' that night? Did you tip the maitre d' that night? I, I did. I did. I did tip him as I was sitting, and as I okay. left, I didn't say anything, and I probably should have then. But, but the next day, I saw Madison, and 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 she also told me like how she felt and some and, and some certain things that I wasn't aware of. Which, mm-hmm. which further, um, I couldn't believe this happened, right? It's just wrong in any restaurant, especially like, I mean, you know. What was, what, help, help, help us out here. W- yeah. Give us an ex- a specific example of something that was just so offensive. Yeah. So basically, um, he, uh, one of the things, for example, was that um, the waiter, as they tend to be there, because they make you feel like you're lucky to, to be able to get in that place. Yeah, right. They're all, half of them are really rude. And that it's like you're lucky to be even waited upon this is more okay. so than most restaurants i've been to if not you know the most um but also you know he wouldn't um as he was talking to me he was very like uh um uh again impatient and somewhat curt which is fine but then i was called over into another conversation i found out the next day and he was basically madison tried to take over and he was ignoring her and she said she tried to talk to him three separate times he's like i'll wait for him to be done um and was they wouldn't even look at her uh, which I found out, which also, which was annoying. And another situation was, you know, we, they wouldn't let us order another course of food towards the end of the meal. The spicy uh, rigatoni? Because this is, this is, you know, 45 minutes before we were supposed to leave the table. And they wouldn't send us another course of food. They go, no, there, there's no time for that. There's another table coming. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, and he was, he was even worse than that. But so I wrote them an email. And, and I, and I'll, can I read the email? And then, yeah. and then responded. So, yeah. dearest Carbone, <laughs> this is so, your wife. I was at your place a fortnight so, ago. 
So just wanted to say that the service last night was incredibly legendary, literally rude. It was one of the most uncomfortable dinners I've ever been to in my life. I was with my best friend, goddaughter, and we all felt like we were being ushered out from the moment we sat down. The spicy rigatoni moment was particularly outrageous. That was the one where they wouldn't. Oh, you tried to get that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The way it was it's particularly delicious, rude. by the way. It's very good. Um, very good. Yeah, it's okay. very good. I had three um, or four helpings. It was never. I'm like, my goddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> my, they kept serving it to you yeah i kissed i was like please stop it is, addictive. <laughs> it is addictive anyway so i basically wrote them um so i said if i know now uh, how the waiter acted toward my goddaughter you know i would have i may have actually had words with him anyway i said you guys are incredibly popular etc so this may not mean anything to you it means a lot to me just want to let you know did you tip the waiter that evening yes a lot why because I always because they're waiters and like it's their job. He's courting like, yes, them. But he's like, being a, but he's a, he's being an ass. He's not yeah, earning. He's so, not earning that that tip. You have to earn the tip. You don't just automatically get it just because you're a waiter. Yeah, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty. You know, I know we came up on a call on one of our, you know, earlier chats. But like I'm pretty, you know, consistent about it, even if they're. But know, that makes you realize that makes no sense. You're sending mixed signals. I know. But you're probably afraid of of being blackballed then, because that'll like seal well, the deal, right? Well, I think right? that I think I'm, I think that's kind of my goal at this point, actually. Oh, it, well. I mean, I everyone, mean, everyone, everyone loves Carbone. Like, how about I'll be a contrarian? Because it's good. And I'm like, well, parts of it are good. You don't have to eat there. There are other well, places. I'm not gonna eat there. Uh, these places need to be exposed. God damn it! I'm, <laughs> I'm basically the Geraldo Rivera of this crew. You know. Next week, by the way, I'm going to go to uh, I'm going to find I'm going, I'm going to find I discovered Jimmy Hoffa's coffin, his body. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. But this could turn out to be good if you. It, so did they respond? They responded. No, and they, they did. Said, I appreciate but it was OK. I'll read it to you. I appreciate you sending this note. I've shared your experience with the team because this is not the kind of experience we want our guests to have. Okay. I just wanted to hear how your service impacted your experience on Wednesday, and I am sorry I wasn't able to turn it around for you in the moment. Because he did come over when I had to basically say to him, are you really not going to serve us more spicy rigatoni? Is that is this conversation actually happening? And he goes, and he did bring it. Uh, and then he goes, I hope you give us a chance to make it up to you. We valued having you in each in each time you, you dined with us, and I'll make sure you've had a better time next time around. Please stay in touch. And, and did I'm he like, give you did he give you no, a coupon for some no, happy teasers? It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like a form email. You know? It's almost like a form email. So but, I it, mean, but it's I not. They were are you are you insane? They respond. Really? Yes, you are insane. They didn't have to respond to you at all. They responded to you and apologize. Whether it's for it's first of all, it's not form. And they apologize. So I mean was it from a specific person or does it yeah, just say it, Car- it was from, it was from Max? OK, so there you go. I mean, I and he said we appreciate every time you come in as if it was. Uh, was that a generic statement or do you think that they are aware of the times you've been at? Like, do they know that you when you I mean, come in? Look, it's look, these kinds of conversations, it's it's obviously I guess they want to. It's their job to make each person who comes in there feel like they're their favorite you know, person. Of course, that's what they're paying for. So I suppose, I suppose. Did you play the race card? You should have played the race card. (laughs) Oh man. Are you guys telling me that that email response should like alleviate me putting a fox? Yes. Yes. It's a ticket to you to go back though. That was my whole thing. Like my Salmon Rushdie moment. That's why I was so excited to do it. Dave's right. 
listen, that's fine, but Dave's right. It's just, now it's 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 on you to go back there and see if if Max makes it like, up to you. Like Josh, we're gonna be uh, maybe in New York at the same point. It's not, you know, and like, would you want to go there? <laughs> yeah, for you the should. sake of the, the, for the sake of this story, a hundred percent. I can't have spice. I have acid reflux. Uh, for the sake of this story, of course, I'll have the mild rigatoni. Okay, you want to know what? You know what? That'll I'll, go over I'm perfect. Gonna, I'm gonna respond to him and say, can, can we get a table June 8th? Or there whatever, you go. 18th, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. P.S. Can you give us a non-spicy rigatoni? That's going to yes. go over like a lead balloon. Uh, that that I, I can't wait for for this all to go down. Listen, Omar, I, I hate yeah. to I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. I can't. There's no fatwa. There's no there's no fatwa. <laughs> what what you had was what others call a bad experience, <laughs> and you can have that at Chili's and Applebee's. No, that's Yes, you can. You David, can have. You I've had track. I've had bad waiters. At, bad waiters at multiple places where they're just shitty for one reason or another, and you just had one bad experience. You said you've been there with a private event. You didn't mention anything bad about that. Would you have a bad experience with the private event when you had the no, private room? No, it was lovely. Okay, so so you had one guy who was had a bad night. Actually, a bad thing is like a ticket to like your your relationship because now you you have the makeup uh, dining experience. You you've you've gone. You have a bad experience. You've Are made you them apologize. Now the ball's in your can, court. Yeah, this could actually work out real well for you. And by the way, you live in such a bubble that this one experience has thrown you into such a tizzy uh, that most well, people experience I mean, well, this. I mean, okay, wait a second. So the reason why, if it was like a dinner with you, Josh, with all due respect, it'd be a little different. But I was with like my best friend who I see maybe ten times I, a year. I get like, it. I get it. But that shouldn't sour your that shouldn't sour your time with New York, them. I, our New York City nights together are very rare. Okay. So, all right. Listen, I I, I get but it. I, but maybe maybe is, you guys are right. Okay. You want to know what? I'm not declaring a fatwa. No, no, no. Listen, if <laughs> what you told me, like I was expecting them to like literally shit in your rigatoni, and you know, <laughs> you know, I, I well, who knows what they did in the back? Yeah, who yeah. knows after that? That's one one reason why I don't, I never complain about anything because I've seen too many shows on on Fox late at night where they, <laughs> you know, where uh, restaurants attack or whatever the hell it is, where they show the like the one guy was spraying like Windex on a cake. I'm like, I don't want any of that nonsense. <laughs> so I'll just suck it up and do whatever, whatever you give me is fine. Uh, but you, you just had a, bad, a waiter with a bad night. Maybe he had a – who knows? Maybe his dog died uh, before he left for work. Who the hell knows? They deserve a yeah. second chance. Whatever. They, they responded yeah. to your email. Give them a second chance. Two strikes, you're out. They I, could I have ignored your email. They could have ignored your email. They, they could have just given you something, a form. That doesn't sound like a form letter to me. Yeah. I mean there's a – yeah. There's a few more layers here, but I will I – will, uh, I, I think you guys are right. You guys make some good points. Yeah. Take, take me to Carbones and let's give it a let's give peace a chance. The problem is your life is so charming that any little uh, sidestep in it throws you for a loop. You got to get with the with the regular folk who get this shit thrown at them all the time. No, you know it's funny that you say that. I was um I was I was with Miles the other day and uh, my doggo. Your dog. And I and I remembered um, and I left him in the car for like a minute to go to the ATM. And I had this like, oh, shit, what if he's paws and hits? He's he's walking around the car and he paws and he locks the doors of the car. I'm ah. like, I'd have to like whatever. So I like got Don't you have a key, key fob. And it got me thinking about 
that happened to me once. It was when I had Lou in my car in New York like 15 years ago and I was broke. Anyway, Lou did it and I, it was locked out and I couldn't afford to call like a um uh a person Locksmith? to like a locksmith. I was I literally had no money. The police. Like, my credit card <laughs> like no, I swear to God. And I and but so but so you know those moments are important See? to remember. Those moments have escaped you. You've you've you've. Oh, uh, yeah, I, the... I think I'm pretty. I'm. Mean, I try and be intentionally very aware of like, um, you know. No matter what you say next to this, listen, the answer is false. I'm listen, very aware of fill in the blank. Not you're you're, you're not. You want to talk about uh, rich people problems? I've been I've been with you at an outback and you didn't complain. You didn't stop complaining the entire time. <laughs> I do. I remember That's that. That's because yeah. I had one of our friends giving me a lap dance the entire time. I don't know. No, I don't remember I don't that really at all. But I that's I, do. I don't remember that. But the, our friend who remained unnamed. I don't. I don't know don't who you're remember. talking about. Don't remember. I don't remember that at all. But <laughs> I, you, 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 you just complain the entire time just because you were well, in an outback. I mean, look, I mean if I'm going to be in Vegas, I don't want to go to Outback Steakhouse. That I mean, was the joy of it. The joy of it was it was yeah. a, there was ten or eleven of us. The ironic was, thing about that, there was an Outback was like a block away, and we ended yes. up going like ten miles. Hilarious. That, That's yeah, fun. Look, it's about look, that was experience. not look, that was not my finest moment. It was. No, it wasn't. No, you were you were a crying bitch that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. All right. All right, so you, Josh. All right. I need yeah, to hear about your medical story here. Okay. Uh, but I, this is, we've actually solved a. I think we're helping you, Omar. I think you we go did. back. You go back, get some of that spicy rigatoni, and ship some over to St. Louis. It's it's very good. <laughs> By the way, this podcast is sponsored by Carbones. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. uh, <laughs> Carbones, fine family dining. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, medical report. Okay. So. You guys are old and older than me, so you've probably gone through this, but I, I just want to swap notes with you. I'm going to put all modesty aside here and just fill you in on the experience I just had. And I'm not going to uh, hold back. I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm just going to say, look, this is what happened. I'm a human being. It happens to these to human beings, and I'm not afraid to, to share this with you. But So I had uh, my first uh, colonoscopy uh, yesterday, uh, and um, – you passed yeah. on the anesthetic? Anesthesia. Yeah, no, I did not pass on the anesthesia. Have you? Uh, uh, let's start. Have you two both had a colonoscopy? Yeah, have had one, right? Okay. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the prep for this, um, uh, because that was easily the worst part. And it, yeah, and I'm curious to hear your your um, the reason I'm going to tell you this story in such full detail is because I, <laughs> I need to hear what your experiences were like. But I thought you, this was old hat for you though, Josh. Isn't this the same prep is like at post eating Mexican food. <laughs> I don't like Mexican food. Oh, I'm, that is that. Oh, I thought it was your. I'm not a fan. Oh. No, I did. Yeah, but I'm just not a fan of Mexican food. Okay. Anyway. I don't. Anyway. I mean, my, yeah. So look. Go on, Josh. Go, go so look, you, you get we got I got uh, sent a page of directions, you know, multiple pages of directions, what I could eat, what I couldn't eat, you know, the days before what I had to take out of my diet and blah, blah, blah. The day before is when it all hit the fan, um, literally and figuratively. Uh, and uh, look, you know, it starts out where I can't eat any um, I can't eat any solid foods. It has to be all clear liquid. So I'm eating right. broth and jello and shit like that. It's just junk and crap and I'm starving. And then in the afternoon, I had to take uh, Dulcolax pills. Right. 
And I'm like, I'm looking at the sheet. I'm like, take Oh, not four- liquid? There's no. Well, There's hold no on. Liquid. Hold on. This is oh. what it was on my instructions. First David, are, was, we gonna, are we really having this conversation, David? Yeah, we're having it. We're having it. Oh, yeah. We're, 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 knee, it. we're knee deep in it, as it were. We're, we're, we're going to be deeper than that. This is uh, the Mucilex. By the way, Mucilex is also yeah, a sponsor. Yeah, it came around. Not Mucilex. Right. Not Mucilex. Mucinex, yeah. Mucinex and, and, Mucinex. and Miralax. You're combined Miralax. Two, two drugs. So Dunkelax is the pills. So I had to take four of those, all right, in the, in the early afternoon, right? And I leave the box, and you're only supposed to take one or two. Okay, that's number one. So I popped four, right? I'm like, okay, whatever. And then a couple hours later, I then had to drink 64 ounces of Gatorade mixed with an entire bottle of Miralax. What color Gatorade was it? Clear. It was uh, frost. Was it zero calorie or was it like when it, it was one of the zero calorie ones? No, it, it wasn't zero calorie. It no, was, was it like the Boost or the special? I can't remember what it's called. It's Glacier. I think it's called Glacier or Frost, it was clear. It was al- almost clear. Power- I thought Josh should be a Powerade guy, not a Gatorade. You can't. Guy. No, I'm a Gatorade guy, but you can't. You can't have any red, blue, purple, or oh. orange. Oh. So you have. You have so to no have. Twizzlers or Tic Tacs. No, no, no. You well, can't have any. A, those, yeah. those are solids. I can't have any solids. But you. But did you had this? You said. Didn't you do yeah. this? Yeah, All I right. forgot that. It happened years ago. So the Miralax. You're only supposed to do a capful, according to the directions. But the doctor said I had to use the entire bottle, the entire friggin'. This was. Let me tell you something. I even said it to my wife. I'm like, this seems like a lot. This is a comical amount of laxative. I'm eating four times the amount of the average Dolcolax, and then I'm having I don't know 10x the amount of Miralax that you're supposed to have. This was enough laxative to kill a, a horse, I think. <laughs> That's how much laxative that I ingested. So I drink the the, the 64 ounces, which, by the way, was painful. First, I'm like, oh, this is – Is your wife – has she gone – rented a hotel for the night? With, I would, no, 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 no. She was there. <laughs> she, 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 was there the whole, she was there the whole way. She's staring so, at the dishwasher like that jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I drink – I'm drinking the, the Miralax. Tough to get down, by the way. It's like law of diminishing returns. You're like your first glass of Gatorade's fine. Your second glass, not as fine. And then it goes downhill from there. Now it's like, I don't want to drink any more of this. And it says I have to drink all of it. And 64 ounces, by the way, is a lot of friggin' Gatorade. I don't know if you can realize how much 64 ounces. But anyway, so I'm sitting on the couch. It's about, I don't know, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock. And I am watching TV, and I'm just waiting. You know, I got another glass of this shit in front of me, and I'm just kind of like, all right. When's it going to happen? And I'm getting prepped. I got the bathroom prepped upstairs. I got my iPad in there waiting because I know I'm going to be in there a while. And I'm just getting prepped. Well, wouldn't you know it? I go, my wife even says, like, you should go to the downstairs bathroom. I'm like, no, I'm going upstairs. That's my sanctuary. I'm not going to do it here in the friggin' hallway. Do you, yeah. Do you go to the same bathroom as your wife? Yeah. We, well, it's our the bathroom in our bedroom, our master bath. Okay. So yeah, yes, but there's a we have a bathroom on the main floor, and that's what she's like. You should just go into that one. I'm like, mm. no, I'm not I, gonna do we that. We have neighbors. Yeah. Well, it's it's not, it's just like no, I'm not doing that. I don't need to be in the middle of all you guys, the, the kids and and you, and just expelling my whole 
damn lot insides. <laughs> why, like I want to go upstairs think, away from everybody why, in my own why, little cave, my back Why did cave. she want you to do it downstairs? Because because she has done this before. She's had one uh, last year or the year before. She, she said, think you're going to make it. Yes. That's what she goes. She goes, look, once this hits, it hits hard. I'm like, OK, fine, whatever. I can do it. Here's my question. Do yeah. You have TV upstairs. Oh, I have my iPad. So I can watch TV on my iPad. Yeah, why didn't you stay in close proximity? Because why? I wanted to, I was watching with my wife. I was watching a show with my wife downstairs. So I'm like, okay. whatever. So so I'm like, oh what, what show are you watching? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Omar. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We were watching Jeopardy, all right? Is that what you want to hear? Jeopardy? I think watching Jeopardy. Who is the host? <laughs> I think my and Bialik. No, it was Ken Jennings. <laughs> what David, was the double Jeopardy on. question? Guys, <laughs> Listen, yeah, it's you, true. There's certain shows that can elicit certain emotions, which can maybe increase. Yes, I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think it was a show. I think it was the 85 pounds of laxative that the doctor instructed me to, to ingest over a short period of time. All right, all right. <laughs> Potables I mean, for 100. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I go. I'm sitting. I'm like. I think it'll take some time to 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 get into my system and 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 make it happen. But I was wrong. And I'm sitting there, I go, oh, and she goes, go. And I I go up, I try to go upstairs. You didn't make it. I didn't make it. Did, oh no. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't make it. And I oh my shit myself <laughs> about 15 feet away from the toilet. I mean, I just, it's, there was no, it was no holding it. It was, it was impossible. It was, it, it was impossible. Yeah. Do you know how, like when you, ha- you, you have an urge and you're in a spot where you cannot, you we can't just officially go. lost. Look, I can see a tracker uh, to forecast. The, we just lost all of our subscribers. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I have, like I have to get this out. I have, I have to get this out. Well, apparently you mean, have to get I, it out I, in the stairs. Yes. Too, I mean that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the theme of this. So topic. by the way, this doesn't end. This is not ending. So I go into the bathroom and obviously I, my pants are ruined. Um, You're wearing your favorite white sweatpants. uh, No, I was was wearing silk pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's just a, it's a shit show. uh, And I I mean that with all, with all meanings of of that phrase. And it's just, it's awful. I mean, it's just. Family know when it happened, that it happened to you. Other people know. Who knows at this point? Just you? My wife. Oh, she. And my kids now. I, I, I got a question. So was the yeah. first thing she said, like, are you okay or something compassionate? Or was it, I told you. No, I screamed, I didn't make it. I screamed downstairs. Lise, <laughs> I didn't make it. Bring me a pair of clean underwear. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how that went down. That's exactly oh how that God. went down. No. <laughs> and she did. She she was very sweet, brought me a pair of clean underwear. And uh, uh, yeah, I gave her the old and that was the end of that. So that's how that's how much she loves me. Um, so but anyway, so I'm in there for a long time. I'm in there for a couple hours and I'm not exaggerating hours really? because every time I thought that it was done. I'm like, should I get up? I think it's done. And then I would. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get up. And I'm like, nope, another, <laughs> another, another round, another explosion. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So what the hell is Omar doing? 
Yeah, unbelievable. I think if anyone can see he this, couldn't I, take I, the story I, any longer. Is he he's... running to the bathroom? Is this, <laughs> is this, did, did I just stir something up at him? Well, if you can't see this, but Omar ran, has run off camera into the kitchen. But yes, he did yes. say you watch some shows and it will elicit a response. Maybe. Maybe this that's is what did it to him. That's what oh. did it to him. So anyway, I made him thirsty for for Gatorade apparently. For Gatorade, too, so. I, I put the, the, the Powerade. Powerade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Powerade is the is the carbon of energy drinks. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so I think I'm finally done, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I get up. What I, point did your wife say, "I told you so"? Has she, she said did, it yet? She said immediately. She said immediately. She's like, "I told you just to go to the bathroom closest," mm. and I didn't. And I didn't listen. I said, "You were right. You were absolutely right." Rookie. But anyway, so then I'm like. I'm going to shower. Yeah, Josh, I don't think you had anywhere to go with that. You got to have to agree with her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course I agreed with her. Are you kidding me? I shit my pants. Yeah. How, 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 do I say, say, like, how do I argue no? No, no yeah. what are you talking about? I barely shit my pants. There's no barely shitting your pants. You shit your pants or you don't. Ba- barely means nothing. So I go, I take it. She goes, don't take a shower. I go, what are you talking about? I feel disgusting. She goes, don't. You're not done. I'm like, no, I'm done. I, I think I lost like 12 pounds. I'm done. She goes, don't take a shower. I said, I'm taking a shower. I don't care. I'll, uh, I took a shower, right? Oh, well, no. sure, sure enough, we get into bed. Wrong again. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I am not going to go to sleep because I do, if I go to sleep, I might shit this bed if, 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 she, if she's right. That's what I was thinking, Omar, because my stomach would like growl a little bit. I'm like, oh, is this it? So I stayed up. I was just watching TV, just staying up. And sure enough, thank God I did, because at one in the morning, I had to beeline it again right to the bathroom. And I made it, thankfully. Made it, right? One in the morning. Then I thought, okay, I'm done. I go to sleep. I got to wake up tomorrow because I have my colonoscopy. This was yesterday. I had to wake up for it. Uh, And she was taking me. It was the wrong Um, day. No, no, no. Yeah, can you? Oh, that was, by the way, I had that nightmare that night. I'm like, where, where they're like, Sorry, we can't can't take you today. I'm like, oh my god, I would, I would have lost my shit. You ever see that movie with Michael Douglas uh, falling down? Yeah, that's what it would have been like. (laughs) I would have, I would have gone ape shit on that place. Anyway, the next morning, she told me by the way, with all that, by the way. Yeah, right. She goes, you're, you're done. I was done at midnight. You're done. I'm like, okay, good. Well, the next morning, I was not done. I then went back in in the morning for another round, and I'm like, how much? Is possibly in me. I don't even Before understand. Before the colonoscopy. The Before morning. the colonoscopy in the morning, boom, right back in, right in my saddle, ruining another toilet, gone. <laughs> right? Here, here's the worst part. I even told you the end of it. I then go to the colonoscopy. Right? Now I'm thinking maybe I'm not done. What if they put me under and I just shit all over the doctor? What if it just what what if that oh, happens? There- that they're not not that actually happens sometimes. So I I had to I had no choice Omar. I was debating myself. I had to tell the doctor. I'm like yeah. doc, I don't know if I'm done. So I'm just gonna give you a warning. I don't know what's gonna happen once I go under. He goes, don't worry, son. This is our first rodeo. Yeah, exactly. We're prepared for that. <laughs> oh, we indeed. Have, we have a suction. De- we have a suction device. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> it better be. It better be industrial strength. <laughs> So they put, they give me the, they give me the propofol, which by the way is amazing. Oh, amazing. My, uh, oh my probably. god. That's I what like Michael Jackson took to fall asleep. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. If yes. I could use that on like half of my manager calls, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
just... I was out like a light. It was oh, unbelievable. I wake, what's amazing is you wake up and it's like nothing happened. I know. Right. It's like nothing happened. I'm like, is that it? Am I done? She's like, yeah, you're good. You're done. I'm like, okay. And she's, and she said to me, so this is what the nurse, the nurse said to me. She goes, look, take your time getting up and getting dressed. Um, but I'm going to let you know that your, your abdomen is filled with air because of the, because of the procedure. So you're going to have a lot of gas. So feel free to let it out. In fact, we encourage it, let it out. I'm like, are you sure? And she goes, yeah, it's going to be good for you. You'll feel better. Believe me, I've heard everything. So I'm like, fine. Well, I felt it. And so I'm farting up a storm. I like let out some, some good ones. I'm like, and I did feel better. I'm like, oh yeah, she's right. Good. I feel better. I get dressed. They gave me some graham crackers. I get dressed and I'm like, I can't have anything left in me. I go, my wife is walking me to the car. I was a little groggy and I'm like, you know, let's go home. I want to go home, but I'm starving. She's like, well, let's pick up something on the way. I'm like, great. Let's pick up some, something on the way. So we go, we're in the park. wife wearing a hazmat suit. No, she is not, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you she should have been. So we're in the parking garage and we're walking to the car and I feel like, oh, I've got more gas. Well, once, once again, not so much. Another, Uh, I oh my fart. god! I fart, but it, it's a little more than that, and I just <laughs> sprayed myself in the parking garage. Wow! And I'm going, oh my god! It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And I'm going, what do I do? What do I do now? What do I do now? What do I do? Thankfully, she had a, a a tissue box, brand new, full of tissues in her car. I'm like, okay, good. Um, because it was what do you do with tissues? What, what do you mean? What did I do with the tissues? I clean. I cleaned myself up a little bit, and then and then shove some. Garage? Yeah, in the parking garage. <laughs> Why yeah. would you just like lay in the back? Anybody seat throw you any money when they saw you doing this? No, thankfully there was. I was waiting. I was. I was waiting for. <laughs> I was waiting for lulls where there are no cars coming oh, through. Oh my god! You just dropped and, your drawers and cleaned yourself uh, up, right? A little bit. I was behind. I hid behind David, my car. David, David, I think we should have censors <laughs> on some of these topics. I, I'm, I, overboard. I, I'm just letting I'm letting you know what happened because I need to know if this I, does this happen to anybody else with a colonoscopy or no. is this is because this this can't be the normal case. It can't be. I yeah no I well I've only had my own experience but mine was like. You take this, you drink that. Yeah. For like two hours, it was like, whoa. And yeah. then it was just like whatever I was drinking because you had to drink water. Like it was just kind of going through. And then like I was pretty much cleared out after a couple hours. But, you know, that I kept drinking water and having broth like that would kind of cycle right through me. But like n- none, of, none of that happened. <laughs> yes. That's what I need to know because I have to do this again in five years. Did what? they find something? They found a polyp. Thankfully, it was fine, and they took it out. They're, I had well, the same thing. They'll do yeah. a biopsy, so I'll find out in 10 days, but the doc doesn't think it's anything. Yeah. Oh. But um, but this is what's crazy. Oh, I forgot to tell you this part. So I must have cleared everything because as I'm getting dressed, I can overhear the next room, the room next to me. And the doc is telling the guy um, – Listen, did you do the uh, regiment exactly as I said? The guy's like, yeah, yeah, I did. He goes, because we found a lot of uh, fecal matter in your, in your in your colon. 
and we were we weren't able to get a good read. We had to go in there and scrape it out and scrape it out, and then we good finally Lord. were. And I'm like, they didn't say any of that to me. So clearly, I was, yeah. you know, I was wet and wild. But there's no way that <laughs> guy, there's no way that dude next to me ingested the heapings of uh, amount of laxative that I did and still had fecal matter. Oil no, you're, I mean, your doctor clearly screwed up, you know. Did he? It's in a form. It's in a form. Do you think he wrote it no, especially for me? Like, no. ha ha, we're going to make that nonsense. I didn't do it. You have a you have a quack. I don't have a quack. You know, which is, you know, does he have the last name? Um, this is your pathologist. His name is Boombots. Your boom, 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 and I'm yeah. going, well, that's what it says on my sheet. So I, I did it. Was for, it was a glorious experience for me. So In a good I mean, way? Are you saying that? Tell in me a good way. You mean in a good it? way. It was wonderful. Like, it, 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 it what was way? Like, it was cleansing. It was like so cleansing. Well, listen, and I'm then, sure it's cleansing. But here's here's my other problem, Omar. I'm afraid, I'm afraid to fart. I'm afraid to. I have not. To I have day? gone. Well, to this day. It was, it was yesterday. Oh, honestly, so honestly, Josh, I spent a lot of time with I'm you. And I'm, I'm I, I spent enough time with you, Josh, and I'm actually yes. kind of happy that there's finally some type of a governor on you and farting. So this is a win for every Listen, public. It's a, it's a, every human <laughs> does it. In America. I'm not ashamed. It's I'm a not win ashamed. for every public eating space in America. <laughs> the, the problem is, is that I now, my gas, like I hold it in. I'm sure this will this will pass, no, no pun intended. But I hold this, I hold it in because I'm so afraid that it's, it's going to happen in the parking garage and it's going to happen to me again. I'm you deadly afraid. I do. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you do. I have PTSD from this experience. I'm yep. afraid I'm going to ruin another pair of underwear. Diapers. That's what I should have been warned. So when I do this in five years, I am getting diaper. I'm getting depends. Yeah. Well, I think it. you you wear it you all day. Depends, you're sitting. You should also you should also get a hotel room. <laughs> or <laughs> stay upstairs with your iPad for goodness sake. Like I think that's your first mistake. Dave, I was in there for hours. Hours. I thought for sure it was over. Hours, but seconds too late. That's the, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well, yeah. That part, yeah. So it, it's the yes. right hours. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? that is true. It was the right hour. Di- I, yeah, I, diapers might be the uh, answer. And uh, uh, it was just not too many podcasts ago where we talked about how we all uh, felt like we're still 25. And then proceeded to talk about how we like yes. to go to bed early. And now we're yes. talking about our colonoscopies. I don't know. We might have the uh, we're young guys at heart cards <laughs> taken away from us. <laughs> I need to know from our listeners, especially the ones in Uganda, has this happened to you and your colonoscopy? Has anyone else had a similar experience or am I the only jackass that ingested everything they told me to? Is everyone else just stopping going, that's enough. This doc doesn't know what he's talking about. Am I the only one that followed the – the uh, rules to a to a T, and now is paying for it or paid for it. I, yeah. I, I gotta know. I gotta know if someone else had this experience. It has to be somebody else, right? Am I not? Am I the only I'll one? put it in the show notes. What is the so dosage? You need, is, find, you need to find a proctologist. And ask it's not a proctologist. Whatever, whatever, whatever their title is. Gastroenterologist. 
Sure. This was the, this was that. it again. I Ford, actually know why. Ford, Ford, Ford hey, hey, listen. Followed by an entire Let's set up a Zoom call. I actually know one. We can interview them. That can maybe okay. be our first guest. That, Let's get that's our I second that. guest. Your dad was our first guest. Oh, that's true. Yes. We will we will get a I want a gastroenterologist on this program and I yeah. want them to evaluate the ridiculous comical uh, uh, amount of laxative that my doctor made me ingest. Maybe we actually was, try and really try and do this between the three of us. So yes. Let's see who can do it. You guys have better access to it than I do, probably. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that that's probably true, but I don't know if I want to involve. Yeah, my, I don't uh, think I want my, into. I don't think my, this I want my, my okay, employer. Okay, I got it. Weighing, got it. In, weighing in on whether it. I should have or should not have shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whether that's normal. Yeah. By the way, what a disgusting feeling that is. I don't know if you've ever done that. That's the first time I've ever done that. That is disgusting. I mean, it's vile. It makes you feel. And especially when I did it in the parking garage and couldn't get cleaned right away. I had to yeah. wait to get home. I'm like, I could not get home fast enough. I'm like, tell my wife, like, drive faster. I have to get, I have to get in the shower I, I, <laughs> so badly. Was she... Was uh, she laughing the whole time? Yes, of course. She's oh, laughing. she was? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> laughing. Then what did the car smell really bad? It was the I don't know. I didn't ask her, but I did say, I, 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 as I'm oh walking in the God. garage and I and I passed gas, I said to her, I go, oh, no. And she goes, no way. I said, yeah, this just happened. I would have loved to have read the uh, transcript of all the things that you said <laughs> in the car on the way home. Uh, <laughs> Here's the transcript. Hurry, get me, hurry, faster. I need to get home. Uh, uh, yes, I'm. Uh, that's well. So, and, and you haven't had the the prostate exam then yet, right? No, I ha I haven't had that exam yet. I, I well, should I should have that. That's obviously much easier. I think I'm going to just for um, shits and giggles, no pun intended. Going to take uh, that much laxative right before my prostate exam and see uh, see if yeah. the doctor says. Tell the duck. By the way, yeah, I think you set the record of like 40 puns in that whole story. It was a amazing. lot of puns. Yeah, you really puns. hit the pun button by a lot. But I, I just my experience the first time I just had that happen for the first time. Uh, he said, "Well, it's time for you. You're old enough. You have to do this." And I was like, "Oh, seriously?" And what he said after that, uh, I was curious, like, what do doctors normally say after that? Yeah. My doctor said, don't worry, I have small fingers. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> so I was like, well, I suppose that's interesting. True. And then I thought, yeah, that's true. My dad, who's got, like, hot dog fingers, like, if you were a proctologist, <laughs> oh my like, God. it would be the worst. So I was like, well, thank goodness. I suppose that's uh, a, a good thing. But maybe his fingers no, are actually, way too small that he can't even reach your prostate with them. <laughs> There is a um, they're long. Having big fingers. There's a guy, um, <laughs> but there's a there's a well really wealthy guy in Los Angeles who was a, who was a back surgeon. He's a huge dude. So um, he because he had such big hands, he had he created his own tools to actually work on spines during surgery, and he patented them, and, and ultimately he sold his medical supply company to for like ten billion dollars. But so in that, in that instance, having big hands as a doctor was actually was actually a good thing. Yeah, that's a that was a weird segue, but OK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. All right. But All right. There's hope you know, for hot dog fingers. Say, yeah, really cool thing. 
they 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 had a, like a fifty million dollar reward for anyone who could figure out ways to uh, spade dogs and cats. What non non surgically? Yeah. Okay. But do you are you are you, are you just uh, are, do you have some sort of Tourette's uh, going on right now? Or are you just saying whatever pops into your head? <laughs> is this a uh, topic Tourette's? I don't understand what you. Should we get nothing? to the reader? Should we get to the reader mail? Oh yes, right, please. Right, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay. So the email is from Diamond Hands. I don't know who that even is. But it is uh, what is what has been the what has been the most surprising part for you guys in terms of um, who listens to you or the experience. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're reading anything. It sounds like you just made that up. You know, normally when when there's a, something to read, it flows very easily. The, the actual yes. question, yours tailed off as if I just made up this email. Well, no, no. no. Diamond hands, a, just where the the thing that came to your to your mind. That was, dear dear diamond hands. Dear lamp cup. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go over so well. I couldn't. I, I no. Got, I, yeah. That was that was ridiculous. That was the question that you made up. That, that was, was that was the worst question too. On top of it, the it most surprising even, thing is, that is what just happened. Josh's oh story God. in this email. They all can't be home runs. I, I I owe it to this podcast. We should be sharing everything on this podcast. That's what we should be doing. Yeah, we should be that's right. And ex- being vulnerable. I'm being vulnerable. Look, it's a human activity. Everybody does it. Everyone's right. got to go through yeah, it. I look, just happen to talk. You're breaking about down it. barriers. Yeah, people are Thank fearful. You. And uh, actually, my colonoscopy, I wouldn't want to have it. And I said on my other podcast, uh, uh, which probably is surprising that that statement just is true, but it is true. <laughs> I said, if the Packers win four in a row to start the season, I'll get my colonoscopy. And sure enough, they did. So in a way, the Packers saved my life. <laughs> Why? Did you have something wrong I with you? I just didn't want to, and I was talking to my but, the guy. But it didn't that save did, your life. You didn't have anything yeah. wrong. You read a oh, well, no, I had a polyp, and, a polyp and and uh, maybe it could have turned into something. Oh, that's something. true. It can. So. It can turn into something. That's why you do it early, so yeah. it, it, it doesn't turn into something. Okay. So I just That's like I drew a line in the sand, and I bet you if they wouldn't have, I think I would have been like, I'll get it eventually. But I actually <laughs> said it on the podcast, oh, yeah. and I had people write in and say like, it's good, you got to do this, and and uh, so then I was like, all right, I'll do it, and I probably talked about it on my podcast. So this is uh, all right, but healthy. you didn't shit yourself. There was nothing embarrassing no, about was, it, other than you went in for the typical routine. I was like ninety nine point nine percent of people, unlike me. I was as dignified as royal family. It was, <laughs> if you you could almost televise the whole thing, it was so clean. Um, but uh, yeah, well, such, such uh, is life. Such is life. Life experience. Life. Experience. I do wonder, like, you know, if we had a sponsor, who would the sponsor be? Maybe uh, Dogalax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's after that, this show. What's that one thing that uh, that Shaq wears with the uh, we put up for pain relief? Icy hots. Yeah, I see. Yeah, he does the. Yeah. Do those things even work, by the way? Uh, I don't know. I've I've used Icy Hot. Yeah. And is it effective? Yeah, it it gives you it gives you distracts uh, the pain. I think by cooling your skin. I think I don't think it does anything under the skin. That sounds like that sounds like what it feels like to be in a car with Josh for 20 minutes. (laughs) What? I don't even understand that. (laughs) I have to think what distracts the pain. That's it. 
Oh, well, wait, I mean, that? maybe that's a compliment. He just compliment. You distract Omar. I distract the pain. All right. right. Oh, yeah. By soothing his skin. <laughs> yeah, I think you missed the mark on that one. It's um, all right. It's okay. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. If you're going to do bits at the end here and also insult my topic, <laughs> yes, something's got to give. Either you got to be razor sharp with these bits or you got to leave my topics alone. I, I think Omar dropped all his three by five cards and they came up shuffled. Josh, is there a back? Is there a back to your chair? Dave is such a comfortable looking chair. There is no back. I'm on a stool. Oh, I am too. And yet another pun. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yes. But I'm gonna go back and count them all. It's uh, it's count them all. It's the unlucky thirteen. You can you can call this episode the Craptacular. <laughs> all right, it's going oh, in. Gosh, yeah. it's going in. Yeah. Well, guys, should we wrap it up for this week? I think so. Uh, All right. Well, thanks for uh, bearing with us. Uh, what a what a show! What a show! It and it's, it's a good free. One. It's free. Well, on behalf of Josh and Omar and all of our sisters out there, thanks for listening. <laughs> See you later. See you. Bye bye, everyone. <laughs>